The horizon is wide and the highway is calling. That means it's time for another episode of American Road Trip Talk. I'm your host, Gary Mounts, with a welcome and an invitation to travel the byways and back roads of yesteryear, searching for America in every incomparable mile. Welcome once again, ladies and gentlemen. Always glad to have you with us. We have producer Eric Ryder at the board. He'll be at the helm as we give you a half hour of something of a magical mystery tour. That's what I say by way of a compliment when I talk about a place that I often refer to as the house that Edgar Cayce built, the Association for Research and Enlightenment located in Virginia Beach, Virginia. I've been there. I was fascinated. I was blown away. And that was before the renovation. There's a whole story to that, and the interview is coming right up with a couple of ladies whose appreciation of Edgar Casey and his legacy is very deep indeed. All of that when we come back right after this. Hi, everybody. This is Anson Williams from Happy Days, and I'm so excited to tell you about American Road. It is the best car travel magazine in the world. They have the most fantastic adventures detailed in each magazine with all your itinerary. We could just jump in the car with your family and have the most fabulous adventures you've ever had in your life. Please, get a copy of American Road and start your own adventure. Alternative Talk 1150, the talk of the sound. Welcome back to Trip Talk. We're headed out to Virginia Beach today. Two ladies will join us for the interview. Reverend Kathy Lamb is the Director of Marketing for Edgar Casey's ARE, headquartered in Virginia Beach, Virginia. She is not only a longtime marketing professional and creative brand innovator, but a healer, a guide, a minister, and a teacher. We also will visit with Josie Varga. She is the best-selling author of Visits from Heaven and Divine Visits. The author of six books, she has a very positive outlook on life that may explain why she has been called an angel in human form. Well, Kathy, Josie, welcome to the show. Hi, guys. Hi, Gary. Thank you. Oh, I'm delighted to have you both with me. It, what a day it was. I still remember it like it was yesterday when my partner Suzanne and I were uh, making a trip to Virginia Beach. We only stayed the night. We are there essentially about a day and a half, you could say. And I found out a couple of things. Virginia Beach has a lot going on. <laughs> <Here. laughs> That's for sure. Oh, man, we walked the sands of the Atlantic Ocean there. And believe me, if you want to hear the sounds of freedom screaming overhead with Norfolk nearby and the military, the air base that's there, they have it. Believe me, that was an extraordinary day. And certainly that was true when we made our way to the ARE, the Association for Research and Enlightenment, founded, I believe, in 1931 by the great Edgar Casey, a man who has been written about and talked about incessantly for about 100 years now. And for that, let's get started in this interview by asking Reverend Kathy Lamb. You are right there at the center. I envy you your position and your vantage point when it comes to the life and the career of Edgar Casey. Why don't we begin at the beginning, Kathy? Who exactly was Edgar Casey when people ask you? Well, Edgar Casey was essentially just a very humbled man who had um, some gifts that were given to him, divine gifts to be able to put himself to sleep in a trance state, and he was able to connect with physical bodies. He was able to connect with entities and um, divine beings through that trance state, and he was called the sleeping prophet. He was also called the 
father of holistic medicine because a number of his readings were really based around health issues. And the facility that was built in Virginia Beach was originally built as a hospital. His goal was to have people come from all over the world and get healing, um, whether it was physical healing, mental healing, or spiritual healing from the organization and from that place. And Josie, the first time you ever went there, we've heard Kathy describe the essence of the man. There's so much more to learn. There always will be, I'm sure. But Josie Varga, when you went there for the first time, what were the circumstances and what were your first impressions of the A.R.E.? Oh, gosh. Where do I begin? Um, you know, I went there because I they published my book, Visits from Heaven. So uh, I I went there to meet the staff, and I I think I did a a book signing. Um, I really didn't know uh, too much about Virginia Beach, but let me tell you, when I got there, I felt like I was home. Uh, It's like Virginia Virginia Beach has so much to offer. It's not just uh, the AOE, which, by the way, Edgar Casey was given the idea to start his hospital, which later you know, accumulated to the Association for Research and Enlightenment in a reading, because he was from Kentucky. So in this reading, he was told that he needed to start this in Virginia Beach. And he predicted years ago that Virginia Beach would become a big tourist town, which it is. I mean, Virginia Beach has a little bit of everything, history, beautiful beaches, and mysticism. So what it was like for me... um, I was staying at the Wyndham, you know, the, the Wyndham Hotel uh, on Atlantic Avenue there, and I'm right. out on the balcony, and it was just, it's, it's hard to explain, but I knew that this is the place I needed to be. You know, I, I, I felt a, a very big connection to the ARE and Virginia Beach in general. It's almost like I was there before. I don't know how to explain it. Um, so... I don't know. There's there's something in Virginia Beach for everyone. <laughs> so I would, that is very true. It seems I, like Virginia so highly, Beach is highly one. Highly recommend it. Um, yes, as do I. It's a beautiful place to visit. You know, they they have a spa. You can get a massage. Uh, you can do Reiki. You can just you know just about everything. Bye, Kathy. Right. Well, when one of, one of the things that Edgar Casey said specifically about Virginia Beach was that there was something in the sand, the crystal within the sand really um, helped in healing and healing the physical body. And then being near water also aided in that healing. And that's why he was drawn to this area to, you know, set up the hospital and, and bring his family there. He also said that Norfolk, Virginia would be one of the largest ports on the planet, which it is now. It is, yeah. And a lot of people don't know that Virginia Beach is actually in the Guinness Book of World Records for having the longest beach, which is actually, I believe, 35 miles long and includes three total beaches, Chesapeake Bay Beach, Sandbridge Beach, and Virginia Beach. And by the way, for those that are traveling to Virginia Beach, the Chesapeake Bay Bridge and Tunnel is unbelievable. I mean, it is Absolutely huge. Uh, it's like, uh, what, 500? The, the geographic area for the beaches is like 500 square miles. But the, very large. Yeah, it's, it's very large. 
but the, the tunnel connects the eastern shore of Virginia to Virginia Beach, and it's actually like 23 miles long. And when, I, when we first went over this tunnel, it's both a bridge and a tunnel. So you, you go over the bridge, and then you come to a tunnel, and then you come back out on the bridge, and then you go over a tunnel again, okay? The first time I went over this bridge, I was like, oh, my gosh, I've never seen anything like it. It's almost like a mystical experience before you even get to Virginia Beach. So that's something yes. I, would, I, I would highly recommend. Very beautiful. Yeah, that's right. I, um, you know, so many people actually say that, especially people who are drawn to Edgar Casey and his work. It really is like a spiritual hub um, in the United States, in the world, actually, it that is. people come yeah. to, travel to, just specifically for the information that's been found in these readings. And we actually have over 14,000 individual documented readings that he did within his 40-year lifespan. Um, and there's over a thousand different topics, excuse me, 10,000 different topics that he actually um, talked about during those readings, anywhere from personal health conditions to how to live your life, to past lives, to dreams, um, even prophecy. He's predicted many things. He's right up there with Nostradamus and, uh, and the phenomenon of having these predictions, you know, He's done a lot of work on ancient wisdom through uh, Egypt and other places around the world and has information on different phenomenons. So there's just a lot to be found. But as far as the Association for Research and Enlightenment, the facility that we've grown into is truly a self-help organization for any seeker. Um, we have all the tools and resources needed really to help you along your spiritual journey to help you along your health path as well as your life path, um, mind, body, and spirit complete. Josie had said that we have a full-service spa. We have not only a full-service spa there that is really based on the Casey principles of healing, we also have a massage school, the Casey Riley Massage School. We have a fully accredited university, Atlantic University. It was the first university in Virginia Beach where we have master programs in um, transpersonal psychology, as well as uh, mindful leadership. We have a uh, restaurant that is available there. We have the largest metaphysical library, second largest metaphysical library next to the Vatican that has um, every kind of spiritual book in different languages that you could uh, check out and read. If you're a member, you can check them out. If, if you're not, we're open. We're a public facility. You can come in, learn about Edgar Casey, and um, experience the work for yourself. And Kathy, that's more than eighty-five thousand volumes in the AOE library, which is incredible. I've been there. Yes, yes. I've been there. Is. I went to that library, and I was so impressed. I just hit the stacks, as they say, and I just found an endless variety of topics. The library is rich with material, and that's before you get to all of those archived readings, which are available in person in the library. And if you're a member of the ARE, they're accessible online. But I went through those, and I found them utterly fascinating. It was, it was really, you talk about the Vatican, there is a hallowed sense in this library of preservation of something that was one man's destiny that affected millions of people and still affects millions of people across the world. 
I know. It is absolutely amazing to think about. You know, there are there there are a number of gifted gifted psychics and mediums all over the planet. But this organization was truly built upon Gladys Davis, you know, documenting and keeping all of these records, you know, that were really, it's just the history, um, the archival um, nature of the in- of our business is, is really what built um, our entire organization. It's, you know, the man was incredible, but the fact yeah. that we have so much documentation is what makes the organization and Kathy, I read, I didn't do this, but when you take the Edgar Casey tour, that you can actually see the couch or the sofa that he used to lay on when he went into that's, his trance. That's right. It is actually in the library. Okay. You can go into I didn't the library it. and it's there. Uh, yes. Yes, and I forgot to take a picture when I was there. <laughs> that's something I would have wanted to keep. Next time, I will for sure. And I'm glad Josie brought that up. Josie's talking about what it's like when you go there. Many people who are listening to this broadcast will say, yes, when I go to Virginia Beach, I would love to go visit the place that Edgar Cayce made real because it's an extraordinary adventure. It's nothing like a spiritual Disneyland or anything like that. Disneyland's great for what it is. Believe me, I've been there many times. But when you go to the ARE, there is a sense that you are are wandering through spiritual territory and untapped human potential. That's the sense that I had, Kathy. And maybe now would be a good time to invite people to come and give them some sense of what that tour would be like when you go through those big doors. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You come to the Visitor Center, and we actually have a daily movie that talks about Edgar Casey's life and how he was raised, grew up, what drew him to Virginia Beach, the organization, and how it was built after. Um, you can go into the meditation gardens. We have a beautiful meditation room that actually overlooks the Atlantic Ocean up on the third floor of the Visitor Center. Um, we have the spa that you can go to and get different kinds of treatments. Um, massage, uh, different therapies, chiropractic, colonics, um, all kinds of different health things. We have a, um, a lunch. You can have lunch at the wonderful cafe that has um, great food there. We have a labyrinth in front of the hospital building currently that is a walking meditation garden. And then we also have another beautiful meditation garden down the hill with a waterfall and a little uh, pond area where people go to meditate and just, you know, the energy is so phenomenal. It's actually, um, it's very difficult to describe what it feels like to walk on that ground. And she said it's almost hollow ground that when exactly. you walk in. And that's a good way to describe a copy because it is. It's about the energy. It's about the people. And that's what drew me to AOE. And besides that, there is, you know, besides going to the AOE for the visitors, there's so much else to do. There's so much history in Virginia Beach. I mean, for instance, you have the Cape Henry Lighthouse, which I think was first authorized by the U.S. Constitution in, like, 1792. And that's that's a beautiful site, too. And and then they have, uh, there's, like, an old house. There was um, the first Englishman to settle there. Called his name was Adam Thorogood, I believe, and the house mm-hmm. is over three hundred years old. Yes, so, like I said, good. like you could spend a day at AOE, and, and and there's so many other things to do. 
I would highly recommend it. And one of our, you know, on Atlantic Avenue there, we stay at the Wyndham in Virginia Beach because I prefer to stay a little bit uh, away from everything. It's, it's quiet. But if you prefer to, to go where all the, uh, you know, where all the restaurants are and the hotels and everything, there's a place called the Calypso Bar and Grill. And I remember going to Virginia Beach when my daughters were younger, and we would go there because they would have a great entertainment on the beach. And my daughters would dance, you know, <laughs> you know we would dance on the sand and all that. It's just a, it's a, a beautiful, fun place. And one of the things is I, I absolutely love the people. I really do. Yes, quite friendly. I remember remarking that Edgar sure picked himself a good place for the ARE, which leads me to ask you, Kathy Lamb, how is it when people ask, I find it difficult to explain myself. I'm hardly any expert on Edgar Casey, though I admire the man greatly. But when people ask you, well, where did this term sleeping prophet come from? What do you tell them? Well, he actually had to put himself to sleep to um, go into a hypnotic trance to be able to receive the information. And once he was within that hypnotic trance, he could then access any information within the Akashic Record. And the Akashic Record was described as the Book of Life. So it's all information within time and space, past, present, and future, that he had access to where he found the information that he recorded and um, through his readings. So the trance and the sleeping came from that. There are many psychics all around the world who actually are able to do readings in full, you know, conscious state. But he had to go into a trance state to be able to access those readings. And it was said that during a past life um, that he had maybe used some of his energies or powers for not the best thing. So in this lifetime, he made an agreement that he had to go to sleep and, you know, separate the man, Edgar Casey, from the information. And he was just a wonderful man to begin well, with. And, he, and you um, could ask him anything. I mean, while he was in that trance state, uh, you could say, you know, what are the secrets to the universe? Or you could ask him how to cure a certain disease, whatever. And he would have answers for everything, which is really phenomenal. And that's why there are so many readings so many documents on record from him. So how yes, many that's are true. there, Kathy? A lot, right? Right. There's over 14,000 documented readings. Um, wow. He was also a Protestant and very religious man, read the Bible 23 times in his, in his adult life, and uh, taught Sunday school. And so he was a very religious man and very connected to God and Source Energy, um, but yeah, he did a lot of work and a lot of healing and uh, gifted the world with tremendous information that we still utilize in our daily lives now. You were speaking a moment ago, Kathy, about his ethical stance. I have been told that for a short time until he put a stop to it, people would importune Edgar Casey to get some hot tips on the horse races of the day. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, he would not do that. No, he did have some ethical standards. And, you know, we get this information from guidance, too. So, I mean, he, he the information that he got was, you know, directly from source. So, you know, whether <laughs> that probably wasn't the best use of his talents. <laughs> 
And I also heard a story. I think this is just worth repeating. I mean, you probably had some amazed people, but this did not happen in Virginia Beach. And where I get any details wrong, please correct me, Kathy. But um, I understand that at one time, laws being the laws back in the day, there he was actually arrested one time. I want to say it was in Michigan. There was some law that he was thought to have abridged. And so... Um, uh, with whatever violation, supposedly, allegedly, there he wound up in a jail cell with some people who decided that they were going to cut him down to size, and they had a remarkable encounter with him as soon as they started, let's say, harassing him. <laughs> That's right. Well, you know, I mean, the same thing. He was always put in the position to be able to help people. So he was sent to different places, you know, and there's there's help everywhere help needed everywhere. We actually have a um, wonderful prison program now where we send books uh, through prisons all over the United States, thousands of them and thousands of inmates that we connect with, um, that we send the teachings to and material to to help better their lives as well. So, you know, there was a purpose for that. Yes, indeed. And the the long and the short of it is that uh, one of his cellmates decided he was going to give Edgar Casey a hard time. He didn't believe in, in anything he was saying. And all of a sudden, Edgar turned on him in a very nonviolent way, told him about his life story without knowing the man at all, and explained to him exactly why he was where he was at that moment and challenged him to mend his ways. And thus confronted, this man decided that uh, he was going to be a lot more respectful toward Edgar Casey. And after that, during the short time that Edgar Casey was stuck in the Huskow there, he was left alone by this man and his his fellow cellmates because they found him to be extraordinary. That must have been an amazing incident. Yeah, it must have been amazing. And you actually know a lot more than I do about it. But um, it's definitely a story that I believe based on, you know, the history uh, that I know about Edgar Casey. So, yeah, it's phenomenal. He's a phenomenal man, and his story um, is amazing with everyone he touched. In yeah, a couple of minutes, so we have to see the deceased. You know, one who was really young, and you have to know, like back then, this is not something that was acceptable. You know. Well, uh, that's true, especially in Kentucky Hill Country. Exactly. Exactly. That was the culture, uh, right? You just didn't do that. Right. And I, I believe it was illegal, too, to be doing psychic readings, that it, there was some line that was crossed that maybe it could have been medical, you know. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. But he was so accurate, you couldn't deny his accuracy, you know. Right. Um, he, he was a remarkable man, and that's part of the reason why he, at, at first, the AOE was a hospital, you know, which then led to AOE. And where he diagnosed diseases and things like that, and like Kathy was saying, he wanted to help people, which is what he did. And, you know, which, you know, the AOE continues in his legacy. Yes, it does. And with that, Kathy, it, I have heard, and I heard a lot of it from Josie, but what do you tell folks about the renovation? Because I, as I recall, I was there in 2013, and there's been quite a renovation since. Oh my goodness, it is absolutely gorgeous. The um, the buildings were, you know, they kept the same historical look to them, but they've definitely been updated and they're very beautiful. I actually work in the third on the third floor of the hospital building, the original hospital building, and mm -hmm. um, you know, it's 
it's definitely an old building, but it's been updated and restored to such beauty. And we're continuing to do renovations as well. We're renovating currently the meditation room that I spoke of that overlooks the Atlantic Ocean. With COVID, you know, we're on an adjusted schedule now. We're not doing a lot of in-person events. Most of the events that we're doing are actually online, so people can connect with us easier now all over the world rather than coming to the facility. But once you come back here, um, you'll be able to see that the entire campus was renovated. Uh, and as I mentioned, we do have that beautiful labyrinth out there. If you haven't experienced that walking meditation, that is incredible. We're getting ready to do some groundwork as well in the front of the airy um, that is just going to make it even prettier. I don't know if you've been to the Cavalier uh, here in Virginia Beach, the Cavalier Hotel, which is the oldest hotel here in Virginia Beach, that also has a lot of history that was just newly renovated. Um, we'll be doing some work on our grounds that look similar to that. So when you drive by, you won't be able to miss Edgar Casey's ARE um, as you go down 67th Street for sure. Thank you. And what is the address of the visitor center? Um, it is 215 67th Street. And, and if you are in town, I recommend to anyone because I found this out myself. You certainly can check at the concierge desk if you're staying in a hotel, even in restaurants. I found that people are quite versed there, but you can ask just about any local. And unless they're a tourist like yourself and don't know, they will give you particular information, all the details on how to get to the visitor center at the ARE because it's that famous a place and so much a part of the historical character of Virginia Beach. I recommend it highly, and I can't wait to get there. Susanna and I will show up. It would be great if Josie was there uh, with us. Maybe that'll happen. But Reverend <laughs> Kathy Lamb, I look forward to meeting you someday. Absolutely. And Gary, can I just throw out there that, you know, really our mission is to change the world. So we actually have a global meditation day, Edgar Casey's global prayer and meditation day coming up on December the 20th. We are going to be doing 24 hours of prayer and meditation online, streaming on all of our social networks, as well as on our website. And we really invite everyone to come together with us on the day of the winter solstice. It's also, um, there's a huge astrological conjunction that is happening at that time where Jupiter and Saturn are going to be the closest that they've been since the 1600s. And so Edgar Casey had talked about those two planets having such a large effect on our emotions and releasing things that don't serve us. And then also allowing us to move forward through abundance. So right now, in the state of the world that we're in, we're really looking for everyone to connect with us on this day of meditation and prayer and really lift the energy for the planet and unite us in oneness. And as we're about to take our leave, give us the website for the ARE. It's edgarcasey.org. And Casey Easy. is spelled C-A-Y-C-E. EdgarCasey.org. Thank you, Reverend yes. Kathy Lamb. Thank you, Josie Varga. Ladies, You're it was welcome. a pleasure. I hope we'll talk again. All right. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. And now a word from Alert Drops. Hi, everybody. This is Anton Williams from Happy Days. And I want to bring attention to a life-saving product called Alert Drops. Drowsy driving is one of the most catastrophic problems in America, and Alert Drops will stop it. Kids studying in college, drinking too much caffeine, overloading on these energy drinks— 
They end up in the hospital. Alert Drops will stop it. What is Alert Drops? Alert Drops is a simple spray on the tongue made out of citric acid, sour lemon, and water, co-created with my uncle, Dr. Henry Heimlich, creator of the Heimlich Maneuver, who said, Anson, Alert Drops will save more lives than the maneuver. Whether you are driving, whether you are studying, whether you're just a tired mom, whenever you need to be alert, get Alert Drops. A simple spray on the tongue, nothing in your system, and you're naturally awake, naturally alert. It's scientifically proven. It's doctor approved. Again, it's natural. It's been honored by the United States Congress. Go to alertjobs.com. Very important. Go to alertjobs.com and stay safe. Thanks for tuning in to American Road Trip Talk. Our website is AmericanRoadMagazine.com. Until next week, dream well and drive safely on the American Road.